Normalization of Deviance is Contrary to the Principles of High Reliability by Imelda Wright Abstract Normalization of deviance is a phenomenon in which individuals and teams depart from an acceptable performance standard until the adopted way of practice becomes the new norm. This phenomenon is concerning in high-risk areas of healthcare because it erodes a safety culture. Additionally, it is inimical to the principles of high reliability, specifically to the first of the five principles, preoccupation with failure. Although all high-reliability principles hold relevance to safety, preoccupation with failure describes a consistent alertness to risk and is critical for preventing adverse events, particularly in high-risk environments such as the OR. This article describes how normalization of deviance and preoccupation with failure cannot coexist and presents ways to mitigate normalization of deviance and bolster high-reliability, ultimately, making ORs safer for surgical patients. Normalization of deviance is a phenomenon in which individuals and teams depart from acceptable performance standards until the adopted way of practice becomes the new norm. Although the concept originated during investigations into safety practices of the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, it is ubiquitous in healthcare. Deviation from sound safety practices may offer perceived advantages, such as efficiency, from a time standpoint. Healthcare personnel often erroneously accept that deviations offer a path to increased productivity. Unfortunately, over time, these shortcuts are prone to becoming the cultural norm. Normalization of deviance leads to a weakened safety culture in an organization through the gradual tolerance of lower safety standards a process that increases healthcare organizations' vulnerability to errors and adverse patient outcomes. Normalization of deviance is particularly concerning in the OR because of its complex, information-intensive, multifaceted, fast-paced environment. Deviating from standards of care can increase surgical patients' risk for adverse events. Despite efforts to mitigate risk in the OR, iatrogenic adverse events, that is, events resulting from surgical treatment, remain a threat to patients. Researchers have sought to identify the characteristics of organizations with commendable safety records despite their high-risk nature, that is, high-reliability organizations, HROs. An HRO abides by five principles. One, preoccupation with failure. Two, reluctance to simplify. Three, sensitivity to operations, four, deference to expertise, and five, commitment to resilience. The first principle, preoccupation with failure, begins with being alert to risk and possessing a cultural mindset that acknowledges that deviances from safety standards and mistakes that may appear innocuous on the surface are indicators of a flawed safety system. This article describes the phenomenon of normalization of deviance, illustrates how it cannot coexist with high reliability, particularly preoccupation with failure, and presents solutions to make OR safer. Literature Review In 1996, sociologist Dr. Diane Vaughn coined the term normalization of deviance 
after a comprehensive examination of the series of incidents that led to the Challenger shuttle disaster. In 1986, the Challenger disintegrated 73 seconds after launch, killing all seven crew members. The shuttle's demise began after an O-ring seal failed at launch. Although the disaster was not anticipated, NASA personnel were aware of the problem before the launch. They did not address it because they perceived the risk to be low. Through her investigations of the behavior of personnel leading up to the disaster, Vaughn was able to illustrate how NASA personnel gradually began tolerating anomalies and structural abnormalities in spacecraft joints over time. One of the primary contributors to the sense of comfort with danger was that there were successful flights taking place even when spacecraft joints were not sealing as intended, which lulled NASA personnel into a false sense of security. The investigation into normalization of deviants found that behaviors associated with cutting corners, bypassing safety checklists, and normalizing departures from safety standards tend to be reinforced when there is a respite from adverse outcomes. Interest in organizational safety burgeoned in the 1990s, in part because of a culmination of well-publicized global disasters in the late 1980s, including the Chernobyl nuclear disaster, the Exxon Valdez oil spill, and the London Underground King's Cross fire. The exploration into these global disasters led researchers to the conclusion that system safety failures arise after a significant period of inattention to detail, normalization of deviance, and reduced perception of risk, practices that appear harmless on the surface. Lessons learned from other high-risk industries are valuable and should be applied to healthcare, particularly high-risk areas like the OR. Despite efforts to assuage risk in the OR, adverse events continue to occur. For instance, unintentionally retained surgical items are estimated to occur in one in every 5,500 surgeries and lead to repeat surgery, prolonged hospital stays, infection, obstruction, visceral perforation, and death. According to a report by the Joint Commission, the third and fourth most reported sentinel events in the United States in 2021 were unintentionally retained surgical items and wrong site surgeries. From 2007 to 2017, the California Department of Public Health received a total of 142 reports of never events, that is, one per 200,000 surgeries. Of these, 94, 66.2%, were retained surgical items. For example, cocker clamps, drain sponges, Wrong site or wrong patient surgery accounted for 22 events, 15.5%. Surgical burns accounted for 11 events, 7.7%. And the remaining 15 events, 10.6%, were categorized as other. Although the data on reported adverse events are worthy of attention, research suggests that because of inadequate reporting strategies, the incidence of adverse events may be higher than what is reported. Prospectively collected data on the incidence of surgical never events are limited, and many studies involve voluntary reporting to external agencies that are inherently biased. One of the reasons for the limited data is that the current reporting of adverse events in the United States, 
surgical never events or never events that happen outside the OR, is ambiguous and poorly understood. Challenges that personnel face when reporting data include suboptimal standardized national reporting systems and definitions and the associated fear of litigation and potential insult to professional reputations. Furthermore, near misses, defined as events that do not cause patient harm but have the potential to do so, are enormously challenging to capture and report adequately because of their subjective nature. Reporting may be influenced by perceptional biases and difficulty recalling details. The lack of comprehensive data on reporting of adverse events or near misses is therefore problematic because the reality of flawed safety systems may not be overt. This false assumption that adverse events and near misses are uncommon is subject to pacifying OR personnel into perceiving the existing safety system to be more robust than it is, which can dull efforts to mitigate deficiencies in safety-related processes. Therefore, although it is reasonable to suggest that the data on reported adverse events in the OR should influence the perception of high reliability, or lack thereof, and subsequently guide efforts to increase or sustain a sound safety culture, a relative absence of reported adverse events does not necessarily determine high reliability. The frequency and severity of safety-related failures in ORs are in stark contrast to the impressive safety records of HROs, such as commercial airlines, nuclear power plants, and amusement parks. The Agency for Healthcare Research and Quality and the Joint Commission suggests that hospitals and healthcare organizations work on becoming HROs by developing a leadership commitment to zero-harm goals, fortifying a safety culture, and implementing process improvements. The theory at the crux of an HRO is that creating a culture of alertness pertaining to risk, one in which employees seek out and report problems, can help system personnel identify issues before they cause harm. This theory is heavily aligned with the first of the five principles of HROs, that is, preoccupation with failure. Achieving preoccupation with failure requires personnel to be consistently vigilant and empowered to ask questions and report errors, regardless of the perceived insignificance of deviance from safety standards. Preoccupation with failure captures the need for continuous attention to anomalies that could be symptoms of larger problems in a system, and reflects a culture in which employees are continuously mindful of threats to safety. In other words, an absence of adverse events does not lead to complacency. This principle is particularly important because complacency in the OR blunts the alertness of surgical team members to the early indicators of a risk and is a substantial contributor to normalization of deviance. Therefore, one of the first steps toward achieving high reliability in the OR is to identify and mitigate threats to safety culture, specifically normalization of deviance. Two factors help prevent normalization of deviance in the OR, nurse engagement and supportive managerial relationships, whereas four factors contribute to it, productivity pressure, complacency, both generalized and specifically related to length of experience, social pressures, and negative acculturation. Another possible reason for normalization of deviance 
is a disconnect from direct consequences, which points to a lack of transparency in reporting and discussion of adverse events in the OR, and dulls nurses' perception of risk and peril. If managers do not discuss adverse events with OR staff members, substandard safety practices may never be recognized. Because normalization of deviance is contrary to the principles of high reliability, adoption of the principles includes acknowledging normalization of deviance and mitigating factors that cause it, as well as fortifying the factors that help prevent it. The extant literature exploring normalization of deviance and its oppositional force to safety and high reliability remains scarce. However, recent highly publicized healthcare events have increased public awareness of the vulnerability of healthcare systems. In May 2022, Redonda Vaught, a former intensive care unit nurse, spoke to ABC News in an exclusive interview about a medical error that cost a patient her life and Vaught her career. In the interview, Vaught described the events leading to the death of a patient on December 27, 2017, at Vanderbilt University Medical Center in Nashville, Tennessee, when she administered a fatal dose of becuronium, a neuromuscular junction-blocking agent, instead of Versed, midazolam, a benzodiazepine commonly used to help induce anxiolysis before medical procedures, to a 75-year-old patient. Bot admitted that she was distracted that day because she was orienting a newly hired nurse. Furthermore, Vaught asserted that to obtain the medication, she had to override the safeguards in the automated medication system. She followed up by saying that she and her nurse colleagues overrode the automated system frequently, even for routine medications and fluids. According to Vaught, quote, you could not attain an IV fluid without hitting the override button, end quote. Vaught's description of events in relation to the frequency with which nurses overrode safeguards portrays a classic case of normalization of deviance, where nurses had normalized overriding the safeguards of the medication dispensing system, an action that was most likely reinforced by the prior absence of adverse events. Vaught took responsibility for her error, but noted how, quote, So many things had to line up incorrectly for this error to happen. Nothing is done in a vacuum. End quote. Although she was the staff member at the center of this tragedy, she was part of a systemically flawed safety culture that tolerated and overlooked the normalization of deviance that had been occurring over a substantial period, setting the stage for the proverbial perfect storm. The American Nurses Association's leadership team was distressed by the verdict after this incident and suggested that criminalizing a nurse's mistake will thwart efforts to promote honest reporting of errors. Although Vanderbilt administrative personnel were unavailable for direct comment, the ABC News report revealed that personnel were committed to addressing the investigation's dire findings, including an eroded safety culture. The healthcare industry's management of the COVID-19 pandemic further exposed shortcomings in safety systems. For example, a 2021 study aimed at exploring OR personnel's experiences during the COVID-19 pandemic showed that quality of patient care was affected, stemming from confusion among OR staff members, for example, unpredictability, changes in processes, destabilized workplaces. 
nurses reported exhaustion, inadequate support from leaders, and inadequate resources, including staff members and equipment. Further, the increased demand for additional nurses and consequent influx of travel nurses negatively affected safety. Although the use of travel nurses was warranted during the COVID-19 pandemic, safety cultures in facilities were affected by the disruption of clinical care, travel nurses not receiving as much safety education as their resident nurse counterparts, and thwarted work relationships at the facilities, which led to communication errors. An increased focus on vulnerable healthcare safety systems highlights the need to adopt high-reliability principles. A high-reliability lens focuses on cultural shifts that foster astuteness to manage unexpected events, as opposed to making gradual incremental changes over time, which is a key difference between HROs and organizations that do not adopt high-reliability principles. For example, perioperative personnel should not merely aim to reduce the incidence of unintentionally retained surgical items. Rather, they should aim to eliminate their occurrence completely. Essentially, the goal of high reliability is to encourage a culture that is committed to zero harm. Solutions Efforts to adopt principles of high reliability should be proactive and prospective, rather than reactive to adverse events. Acting proactively is a prudent way to mitigate risk. Because productivity pressure breeds normalization of deviance in the OR, it is crucial for managers to alleviate the pressure on OR personnel to consistently work faster without allocation of the appropriate resources to ensure they can carry out processes safely. Although fiscal responsibilities and efficiencies are warranted in the OR, the pressure to work faster with fewer resources may encourage inattention to precision and adventitious deviance from safety standards, which can set the stage for patient harm, stymie a culture of safety, and antagonize principles of high reliability. To adopt principles of high reliability, particularly a preoccupation with failure, it is vital to combat the complacency that blunts attention to risk. Perioperative nurses should be aware that the relative absence of adverse events is an unreliable indicator of a safety culture because normalization of deviance can exist for a notable period with no adverse events. Perioperative leaders should promote a cultural awareness that risk is ubiquitous, even when it is not apparent. Surgical patients are only in the OR for the duration of their procedure, which in some situations may be as little as 30 minutes. Therefore, adverse events that are potentially related to substandard nursing practice may not be immediately apparent. Examples include positioning injuries, resulting from inadequate care during positioning of a patient under general anesthesia on the OR bed, surgical side infections related to substandard sterile technique, and unintentionally retained surgical items because of inadequate attention to the count process. These adverse events may not be acknowledged until a much later time, if at all. The relative lack of awareness of adverse events among perioperative nurses can be problematic because it can impair their perception of risk and increase complacency, which promotes normalization of deviance. Thus, healthcare leaders should give greater attention to standardized reporting systems related to OR adverse events, near misses, 
and general OR safety standard deviations in a non-punitive and supportive environment. Healthcare leaders should fortify reporting systems to promote transparency and the acknowledgement of near misses and deviations so that risk can be attenuated before deviations from safety standards become entrenched and normalized in personnel's practice behavior. Perioperative leaders should promote an awareness of the high-risk nature of the OR so that complacency is seen as an outlier rather than the norm. Results of a 2021 study showed that perioperative nurses may experience workplace incivility because of their strict adherence to safety standards that appear superfluous in the dominant workplace culture. Nurse managers should address this problem by creating opportunities to report incivility without fear of retribution. Encouraging team members to support each other in safe practice is essential. Negative acculturation, which refers to a general assimilation into a dominant culture by adopting substandard practices, can occur when experienced nurses, who over time may have begun using substandard safety practices, mentor new perioperative nurses. To combat negative acculturation, nurse educators should focus on patient safety when they prepare and support perioperative nurses for the role of preceptor to new perioperative nurses. Perioperative nurse educators should prevent negative acculturation by formally outlining orientation practices to help standardize the orientation of new perioperative nurses. Preceptors should model adherence to safety standards so that deviations are deemed unacceptable. Perioperative nurse educators can be instrumental in initiating a robust onboarding system for nurses, new to both the facility and perioperative nursing. To provide education on cultures of safety, and engagement in principles of high reliability. In addition, nurse educators should formally prepare perioperative nurse preceptors to guide and support perioperative nurse orientees so that they begin their new roles with a commitment to safety. Perioperative nurse engagement is a preventive factor against normalization of deviance, a facilitator of adherence to safety standards, and a significant predictor of an OR safety culture. Implementing strategies to increase perioperative nurse engagement for the adoption of high-reliability principles is of utmost importance. Some examples to increase engagement include the following. 1. Give nurses a voice in decision-making processes and increasing autonomy. 2. Allow for structural empowerment with a work environment that facilitates increased opportunity for job growth, easy access to new information, and support from both colleagues and leaders. And three, support psychological empowerment, which is an employee's ability to accomplish their work and have increased choice and freedom over work schedules. Supportive leader relationships also emerged as a protective factor against normalization of deviance in the OR. The association between supportive leader relationships with direct care nurses and safety is well documented. Thus, relationships between direct care perioperative nurses and nurse managers need to be fortified and energized with respect, understanding, and transparency. Supportive workplaces nurture safe work environments and nurse engagement. When managers foster healthy relationships with direct care nurses, it creates an effective conduit to better understand challenges, such as productivity pressures, that may exist in the direct care environment. Furthermore, 
fortifying relationships between managers and direct care nurses aligns well with the principles of high reliability because managers are in an ideal position to focus on addressing problems proactively rather than reactively. For example, when addressing direct care nurses in a huddle, leaders should be proactive rather than reactive. The leader should ask, what are your safety concerns? This is an example of transparent leadership that pivots from the negative connotation of raising safety concerns to the positive assumption that there are always safety concerns to address. Leaders committed to high reliability recognize that they should show vulnerability and acknowledge failures. To identify areas for improvement and to create the agency needed for change, leaders should not only identify adverse events that systems often perpetuate, but also publicly share these failures. Vulnerability and a preoccupation with failure run contrary to many traditional leadership styles that typically focus on stoic and facade-based perceptions that there are no failures. Social science and leadership experts now agree that vulnerability and transparency support improved relationships with direct care employees and are even related to improved employee performance. Managers who acknowledge vulnerability recognize that opportunities to improve safety standards extend beyond those who provide direct care in the OR. Thus, a shift in focus is needed from individual guilt to overall systems and processes. Considerations Although normalization of deviance exists in healthcare, there is a dearth of literature describing its exact nature. One of the reasons cited is that although healthcare is inundated with rules and regulations, there is typically extra space for clinical judgment, making the identification of a violation challenging. In addition, ubiquitous guidelines and standards make rigid adherence uncommon. Healthcare workers tend to perceive these guidelines and standards as recommendations rather than strict rules. Therefore, normalization of deviance remains an elusive concept because the concept itself is not adequately addressed in high-risk environments. Even when it is identified, curtailing its occurrence and the factors that promote it is challenging, particularly in complex, fast-paced environments like the OR. One possible reason why mitigating normalization of deviance is so challenging is the pervasive force of productivity pressure in the OR. This pressure is most likely related to the OR typically being one of the most prevalent sources of revenue for hospitals. It has been described as the financial hub of any hospital, accounting for up to 60 to 70% of hospital revenue. This value may explain the pressure that perioperative nurses feel to complete tasks hurriedly, a practice that may drive them to cross the boundaries of safety. Although transparency regarding the occurrence of adverse events can promote stronger awareness, Barriers to the open discussion of such events, including the fear of litigation or facility defamation, should be explored. Conclusion A first step to adoption of HRO principles, specifically preoccupation with failure, should be holding frequent and open discussions on the high-risk nature of the OR to help healthcare workers better avoid complacency and become more aware of ubiquitous risk. In addition, healthcare leaders should address normalization of deviance frequently, including its causes and consequences. 
transparent discussions about the complexities of the OR and the high degree of risk that is presented daily should be had, leaving no room for substandard safety practices. A platform of open conversation and transparency should exist between perioperative nurses and their managers. Acknowledging barriers to safety practices, providing opportunities to involve perioperative nurses in decision-making related to perioperative processes, and openly discussing needed resources for safe and efficient practice can foster a culture of safety in the OR. Perioperative nurse engagement and managerial support are facilitators that can guide perioperative nurses to practice safely and contribute to an overall culture of safety. It is imperative to employ strategies to increase engagement and bolster leaders' relationships with direct care staff members. The OR remains a complex environment laden with risk. However, attentive leaders and engaged perioperative staff members who are committed to safety can work together to mitigate normalization of deviance and achieve high reliability in their ORs.